Wheat, rice, sugar, cotton, and maize are among the most important traded crops. Many producing countries rely on irrigation to grow them. In fact, irrigated agriculture accounts for about 80% or more of global freshwater use. A growing proportion of that comes from underground aquifers because of such things as droughts or growing crops in arid areas. Researchers say sucking water from these aquifers is creating a big problem that's not getting much attention. Even if it did, scientists say, there's not much that can be done about it. The study was conducted by the University College London and NASA's Goddard Institute of Space Studies in New York. It says 11% of what's called disappearing groundwater from aquifers is used to grow internationally traded food. Michael Puma is a research scientist at NASA and Columbia University. Groundwater is quite difficult to observe because it's just so deep in the ground, so it's difficult to observe and know how much is there and where the water is. The aquifers formed in underground spaces as the geologic history of the Earth was written. For this study, we're really interested in deep formations or deep aquifers where people are pumping up water that is not replenished when you have major rain events. He says these aquifers may not be replenished for hundreds of years. For it to be replenished, you'd have to have a major shift in the climate. It'd be much wetter in these regions that are currently very dry. The U.S., India, Iran, Pakistan, China, Mexico, and Saudi Arabia use the most non-renewable groundwater for agricultural production. The U.S. is one of the major exporters of food. If the United States depletes its groundwater resources, that represents a risk to the whole global food system because if you remove the exports, countries around the world will be impacted. Now, for example, China and India also face groundwater depletion within their own countries. Now, they don't export to the rest of the world, so they face more of a domestic shortfall if their groundwater aquifers are depleted. But if China and India deplete groundwater used for domestic agriculture, they would have to rely more on food imports. Greater demand could cause global food prices to rise. Puma says some U.S. states are well aware of the pending depletion of some deep aquifers. California recognizes they're facing groundwater depletion. Kansas, they also recognize they're facing groundwater depletion issues. Yet the solutions aren't clear. There's been attempts to slow down the use of the groundwater, but that's not solving the problem because we have a limited supply that's not going to be replenished. One of the biggest aquifers in the United States is the nearly 282,000 square kilometer Ogallala Aquifer. It lies under parts of eight states, including Kansas. A Kansas Geological Survey study done a few years ago estimated it could run dry under the state within 50 years. Most of the land is used for growing wheat, corn, and other staple crops. The NASA scientist says right now it's just a matter of managing what's left. To make true progress on this front, we have to have this discussion of how will we adjust our farms, our farming activities, to deal with a future where we're going to face a situation where groundwater will no longer be present in these locations. What about large desalination projects that would convert seawater into freshwater for agricultural use? Puma says that would be extremely expensive, raising the cost of water for farmers 
and in turn, the cost of food. If they have to pay very high prices for their water, we'd expect that the majority of farmers wouldn't be able to continue farming. So desalination would be very difficult to help solve this problem just because of the pure expense. So while many countries, like Somalia, are in the midst of drought, the NASA University of College London study warns there's a looming underground drought as well. It's a really global issue. All countries around the world are facing this challenge. We don't have any great solutions or strategies to deal with this. So at the very least, we need to have discussions to come up with new ways, new strategies that recognize this problem and try and coordinate how we might adjust our policies. Any strategy must balance the needs of short-term production with long-term sustainability. Joe DiCapua, VOA News. Washington.